0: What's up, boys and girls? Welcome to another episode of Walk on Wisdom. Um, today we are filming on a Monday after an awesome weekend I just spent. Um, and I wanted to hit record today and talk to you guys about what I think is one of the most important things in life. Seeking those people, getting in the same room with those people that inspire you, that make you want to be better, that you know they are on a rung so much higher than you're at, at your present moment, but getting in a room with them, talking to them, learning from them, being around them, and then being around other people who have the same desire to want to climb to higher rungs of this human existence. Myself, and a bunch of awesome people that I'm going to talk about just spent a weekend in Temecula, California at the Black Sight Ranch, an event, a mastermind, a year-long mastermind that we call Operation Black Sight. It was the the brainchild of two amazing human beings, Bedros Kulian and Dan Fleischman, great friends of mine, guys that I want to be like want to be like them, the way that they carry themselves, the way that they do business, the businesses that they are in, the amount of people that look to them and admire them, the platforms that they have, the good, the genuine good that they are trying to do in this world and more specifically in this country. So we just got done. So what Operation Side is? First of all, the website to get more information, in case I botch anything, operationblacksite.com. As I said, it's a full year mastermind where we do these events, a couple events per year. Uh, We did one in January. We just did one now in April. We're going to do another one in November, plus monthly coaching calls with a bunch of really awesome people, uh, awesome speakers, awesome guests. I will get to the guests that we had just this weekend um, in a minute, Um, but it was just an awesome weekend. They have a 26... Twenty-six acre ranch in California. They built a. They built a gym. the The property itself already had kind of barns. I think it was an old equestrian ranch. So obviously equestrian, equine horses. So there was uh, kind of horse stables or barns, ranches, different uh, different structures there that we have turned into gyms, mat space, uh, built from the ground up, a shoot house where. Um, some instructors were teaching small arms training, pistol training. Um, and for those of you who are not, um, comfortable with guns, um, they are air pistols. Number one, cause we're out in California number two, just for training purposes, they're air pistols. Um, but you're being led by world-class instructors. And then myself and a couple other instructors, we taught people self-defense. We taught them how to, how to nullify and neutralize scary situations that you may be getting in. You're walking down the street with your wife. Or if you're a girl, you're walking down the street with your friend or you're walking down the street uh, by yourself. Are you going to be able to defend yourself like I can defend myself after doing 22 years of hand-to-hand combat? No. Are you going to be able to shoot or clear rooms or protect your household as good as Tim Kennedy or Ray Cash Care? And just that short amount of time, no, but what you're doing is, and what we put these people through was different drills and different life skills, different, different ways to challenge themselves, both mentally, physically, and spiritually to get themselves one step closer to being able to protect themselves, protect their family, protect the people that they love the most. There's nothing like having confidence in who you are as a man or a woman, as an adult to then translate both in, phys- in the physical form, to translate into your business. So most of the people that we have uh, in this mastermind, they're all business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders in their industry, um, a bunch of really awesome people. So as I said, you can't become better and more proficient at certain things without having world-class people around you to teach you said skills. As I said, the people who want to be able to defend themselves, defend their families, accruing these life skills, these protection skills, these fighting skills, self-defense skills, making themselves happier, healthier, harder to kill. Seeing through to that, that social contract that we're signing every single day that we need to be able to protect ourselves and protect our families as men when we say i do and we need to protect our family or we want to love and serve our wives and sickness and poor and and for greater for worse for richer for poor all these different things that we say part of that is to be able to protect your wife to be able to protect your family the women that were there heaven forbid they get in a scenario where evil attacks them, they get into a scenario, they are better having done these different courses, going through the hours of training that we did than they were when they first set foot on the ranch. And for me personally, yes, I was an instructor there. And yes, I am part of the the beautiful thing that is Operation Black Sight. And I will be for a very long time. But I feel like I got so much out of this So much more out of this as an instructor, just being there than I ever even thought possible. This is my second, oh, sorry, my third one now. And every single time I come home rejuvenated, pumped up, excited about life, because yeah, I didn't learn any more about, you know, self-defense and all that kind of stuff, because I was actually teaching that. But I did go through the shoot house, the shoot course with, with an instructor. He did show me the way he did put a He did put someone in there who was, who was their, their goal to shoot me before I shot them airsoft pistols, by the way, um, they don't hurt. It's a barely a little sting, but these kind of high pressure, chaotic scenarios that we can shy away from them. We can run from them. We can be, we can say, well, that stuff will never happen to me. I'll never have, have to use that. And then all of a sudden real life happens and you find yourself in a scenario where you need to be happier, healthier, and harder to kill. And you wish you would have put the time in. Now, this isn't just about learning how to shoot the air pistols or me teaching you how to get out of a, a stranglehold or put on a stranglehold or get in and out of these different self-defense scenarios. It was also about being around high-functioning individuals. The names that I'm going to list here, I encourage you to all to look them up, give them a follow, follow them, see their content the content that they are putting out. Because I'm telling you right now, Dan Fleischman, Pedros Koulian, they're network of people, their relationship capital of people are all high functioning individuals who are, who it is their sole purpose on this earth to create impact, to use their platform to make the world a better place. So, as I said, Bedros Koulian, Dan Fleischman, those are the first two that I want you guys to look up. They're absolutely awesome people. And then we had a bunch of instructors. So the two, well, there was numerous different things going on outside of just the two main ones. The two main ones were small arms training. We had Glock air pistols. Um, and then we were teaching. I wasn't teaching that. I learned a little bit from our, our instructors. Um, they were teaching the small arms training, how to clear a house, what to do if a There's a home invasion, an armed intruder. Um, Your family is in the house with you or your family is not in the house with you. You do have a dog. You don't have a dog. It's daytime. It's nighttime. Your house is tiny. Your house is big. All of these different things that you may have never thought about. Have you ever thought about what happens if that happens? Are you prepared? Are you armed? And if you don't believe in being armed, if you don't believe in protecting your house if you don't believe in that, that's fine. That is your option. That's not how I want to live my life. That's not how any anybody who was there today, or sorry, there this weekend, wants to live their life. Because it's just the simple fact of the matter that bad things can happen, and there is evil prevailing out there in the world. So we had the small arms training, and then we had self defense. Self defense. We were on the mats, going through hours of training. So starting with the self-defense side of things where I was at. Um, it was myself, obviously mixed martial arts is my strong suit mixed martial arts, how to defend myself in or fight offense and defense inside of a cage, but then also making that into a real life tactical scenario where maybe you're out at a bar and something happens. Maybe you're walking down the street and something happens. Once again, this is not about us Seeking violence. This is not about us being on the offense, looking for fights, looking for ways to want to defend ourselves. Everybody, and we said that often this weekend, everybody who was there, we hope you never have to use this stuff. We hope that it's all just peaceful and love and joyful life that you get to live and you never find yourself in these scenarios. But if you do find yourself in these scenarios, here's what is going to happen. Along with myself, uh, we had Steve Eckert there, um, who he was. Kind of our, he was kind of our uh, one of the other instructors, Tony Blower, who I'll get to in a minute, called him the Flow Master. He is, he is the guy who kind of helped put all of this stuff together and plugged myself and Tony and uh, Fight Nomad Julia, who was a Muay Thai fighter. You can look up Fight Nomad Julia, um, she's traveling the world and has made uh Muay Thai and other martial arts, her passion and spreads that passion around the world. Uh, Steve Eckert, who is a uh, former military and is involved with Bedros Kulian's, the project, look up the project um, and a bunch of other stuff that Bedros is doing. And then Tony Blauer, who I should have his list of accomplishments and his list of accolades and all of these, all that different stuff here. But put it this way, the guy, has trained over the last, he's been training over the last 50 years, 40 years, 50 years, but also has trained over the last 20, 30 years, law enforcement, um, different different areas and different subsects of the military, um, whether it be general infantry, whether it be uh, other separate programs, whether it be all kinds of these different scenarios where it's, close quarters, hand-to-hand combat weapon disarmament. So Tony Blauer is uh, one of the the foremost experts in the world at what happens if someone has a gun? What happens if someone pulls a gun on you? What happens if someone has a knife? What happens if someone pulls a knife on you? What happens if we are just defending ourselves from uh, an attacker who does not have a weapon? What if the weapon is a crowbar, a rock, a brick, a bottle? All these different things. Um, And obviously we did a pretty good job of, of going from my mixed martial arts stuff and Julia's uh, Muay Thai stuff and then Tony's stuff with different weapons, uh, Tony's spear system, as he calls it. Um, and that's who we had over there teaching self-defense. Now, like I said, I said earlier, does going through a couple of days of training, is that going to make you a fighter, uh, uh, as proficient of a fighter as me, who's been doing it for 22 years, hand-to-hand combat? Absolutely not, but it sure did put a couple extra feathers in your cap. It sure did. You should have saw these people, man. They were just, they were loving it. They were getting after it. They were there, all of their partners that they were going with. Everybody was there for the common greater good of themselves to up, to level up their human existence, to level up their human. We each have a human It's me, it's my two arms and it's my two legs. What can I do with this body, my mind, my body, my soul, my spirit? How can I get better to make sure that I'm better tomorrow than I was today? And that's what everybody did there. So we went for, you know, a couple hours in the morning and then a couple hours in the evening, we were switching, split it up into two different groups. Um, And that was just so much fun spending time on the mats with these everyday average people Um, from a mixed martial arts standpoint, you know, some of them had mixed, mixed martial arts training, boxing training, Muay Thai training, BJJ training, which I encourage all of you to do. That was one of our messages. I'm not saying you need to go compete at BJJ or go compete in a boxing match, but man, no one has the, no one has the, the right to not be proficient in these, in these, These different things. And I'm not saying that you need to go out there and fight and spar five days a week at your local gym, but I am saying go out there and find a little bit of opposition, friendly opposition. Doing some BJJ stuff, get choked out, say, man, good job. You know, tap out and say, good job, man. I'll get you next time. Choke someone out, or not choke them out unconscious, but get them, you know, make them tap, give them a high five, man. This is good. We're sweating. Our heart rate is up. I feel you who could be somebody who I might have to, in a dire situation out in the street somewhere, if you get a hold of me, I know what to do. I know where to put my feet. I know where to grab, I know where to protect myself. I know where the spots on my body that are the most exposed in so many different scenarios. And these people who are running businesses and they're entrepreneurs, whether it's online or it's brick and mortar, whether they're millionaires, hundred millionaires, or they're just getting started in in their journey, they made an investment in themselves. Nobody has the luxury or the right to not be proficient in these different areas. So it was myself, Steve Eckert, Tony Blauer, um, and Fight Nomad Julia. And then we were teaching people how to be more proficient with a pistol, a handgun, a sidearm, whatever you want to call it. They were were, um, were Glock models, but they were all plastic air pistols. and they just shoot little little plastic BBs that if it hits you it kind of bounces off kind of stings a little bit. Everyone's wearing eye protection. Um people are wearing pants and kind of long sleeve shirts if they want to and all that kind of stuff so they didn't get you know hurt too bad. It's it's a lot a lot less painful than a paintball if you've ever been shot with a paintball. It'll put put a little mark on you but um it's worth it for the amount of training that you're getting to do. When you talk about well first of all our instructors Tim Kennedy who is a former fighter, most of you guys who follow me know, follow mixed martial arts, Tim Kennedy, a phenomenal human being, a phenomenal, um, former fighter and a phenomenal American, uh, still currently in the military. Um, I know I can say that he is a, I think ranger and green beret. Um, and there's other things that he's doing that can't be talked about. Matter of fact, he could be hopping on a plane, I think he said tomorrow, to go to an undisclosed location to do some really important stuff for America that can't even be talked about. He wasn't talking to me about it, um, but he was just, was able to give me generalities where I'm like, okay, this dude's going to do something special. Um, Ray Cash Care, uh, former Navy SEAL. Great friend of mine, phenomenal human being. One of the, to me, I think one of the most intriguing human beings on the entire planet that I've ever been around. When you are around him, he loves people. Um, He's phenomenal at instruction. He's phenomenal at coaching people, teaching people. He's a speaker. Um, As I said, he was a former Navy SEAL. You know, I don't want to disrespect these guys by even trying to. Tell you how many tours they did, how many times they went overseas, the other organizations, government entities, government organizations that they were a part of, you know, whether it be the FBIs, the CI, CIAs, the DODs, the all all these different things, a lot of stuff that's way above my head. Um, and that's isn't that the beauty of it? I'm over here just a just a uh happy American walking around this free country of ours, living these liberties, enjoying these liberties, and don't even know how many different countries these guys have been to, how many different tours, how many different missions, how many different bullets have flown past their head, how much shrapnel is in their body, how many different bullet holes they might have in their body. And thank God they're still here. Um, So that's Tim Kennedy, Ray Cash Care, former Navy SEAL, Brian Goldstein, um, who you guys, he's a great follow on Instagram as well. And um, who else was over there? I know we have BJ Baldwin over there. He was kind of in there and also helping out as well. He's a done a lot of shooting competitions, an awesome shooter. Um, so what they were doing over there, the main thing that they were doing was we built this simulated two-by-four post uh, plywood door house, if you will, to simulate what your house might look like. Did you know there was uh, a couple different types of doors? Right where the hinges are. Does it come in? Does it go in? Does it go out? Is it in the middle? Of the, is it in the middle of a wall? Is it on the right side of a wall, the left side of a wall? I didn't get enough training in it, but trust me, there was two full days of these guys going, these guys and gals going to these couple hour sessions where they're teaching you about the doors. They're teaching you about the different threats. They're teaching you about how to move through a house, the different things to think about. But you didn't even think think about what 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 these guys think is commonplace which is like oh i can look at this it's called a center fed door um or two different other types of fed doors and that, that determines how you enter into the house how you enter into a room how you enter into the next area of a house where the threats are is the threat's going to be to your left right in front of you or to the right these are all different things that we all take for granted we don't really think about and these guys have to do this every single day in afghanistan iraq all around the entire world. So Ray took me through it. I can only tell you my experience too. And he said, Hey, here's the scenario. You know, your family's in there or there's nobody in there, but you know, there's somebody in there. There's two shooters. There's three shooters. There's six shooters. We don't know. Most of the time they didn't tell you most of the time. They won't tell you how many are in there. You just got to know there's the cardboard target and you got to put two in the chest. Um, going through the door. He's right behind you. He's giving you cues. He's trying to trying to put you in a chaotic scenario. Maybe he's maybe he's making some noise. Maybe there's a baby's noise going on. Maybe there's sirens going off. Maybe there's a different noise. a dog barking, all these different things. And you've got to put yourself through this scenario where you've got to go around these different corners. How do you hold the gun? Where is your finger? Where are your arms? Where are the threats? When you're walking down a hallway, where are the threats? When you're going around a corner, where are the threats? And I know this sounds, it sounds crazy because you guys might be thinking, well, shoot, man, why this sounds a little bit like, you know, people might use the term morbid or might use the word, you know, just like over the top, but it's really, really not. What I felt, how I felt after going through that house three different times with Ray Cash Care, former Navy SEAL behind me, giving me cues, telling me what I did wrong, look me right in the eyes and said, Hey, you would have died right there. Hey, you would have failed right there. It's okay. Cause then I went back through, didn't make the same mistake again. Didn't get, went back through again. Didn't make the same, same mistake again. Maybe there was a Perp inside there. Maybe it was BJ Baldwin. Maybe he shot at me and I shot at him. We shot at the exact same time. So I actually, I actually passed that test, but there was two or three cardboard targets before that. But you guys might say, well, why, why are you doing this? It's kind of crazy. But I'm telling you right now, how, much more proficient I felt, how much more confident I felt that if something happened and worst came to worst, and that had to be a scenario I was in, I'm much more well-equipped than if I wasn't. Tim Kennedy, Ray Cash Care, former Navy SEAL, Brian Goldstein, BJ Baldwin, those guys were over there. And then we had Chris Weikman, who was part of Sears. And I wish I knew what Sears stood for. I know, uh, but I know it has something about search and rescue and essentially anybody who gets abducted, duct taped, uh, zip tied you're handcuffed, all of these different things, all of these different scenarios or survival scenario situations where you might be abducted, or you might be in a scenario where there's multiple people abducted, secondary crime scene, you get grabbed, you get thrown into a van, taken to a secondary crime scene, um, which is never good. And all of these different survival things. Now, like we said, do I ever hope that I ever get duct taped and put into a room and duct tape around my mouth and all that kind of stuff? Absolutely not. But for a moment, you can put yourself in that scenario and gain confidence in getting out of said situations. Um, So that was Chris Weichman, W E I C H M A N, which first time I heard his name being yelled across the thing, I was like, Chris Weichman's here, the fighter. But it was actually Chris Weichman, who's an awesome dude. Um, Love him. And then we had some speakers. Um, this was also part of. The experience, like we said, self-defense with myself and the other instructors, small arms training, how to clear a house, protecting your family with those um, members of our current and former members of our military. And then every day we had speakers. We had speakers to either start the day, speakers at lunch, or speakers at the end of the day. And there's a pretty decent list here. Tim Grover. I just got done doing a podcast, and since it was all fresh in my mind, these questions that were getting asked to me, I think I referenced Tim about five times in the last podcast, Tim was Michael Jordan's coach, Kobe Bryant's coach. Um, so many high level athletes, like not just high level, there's millions of high level athletes, but you're talking about the cream of the crop, the top of the top, the Michael Jordans, the Kobe Bryant's. These are people that are li- that are living legends or rest in peace to Kobe, um, legends at their sports. I got to go up there and and speak, which was awesome and share some of my stuff. Dan Fleischman um, and Bedros spoke a ton up there. And one time um, Dan brought me up. So Bedros and Dan were obviously two of the the speakers. And I've already kind of told you how awesome they are. Business relationships, relationship capital, building businesses, exiting businesses, building a platform, building intrigue and building attention and building how do you be a desirable human being? That's what they are. They're absolutely awesome. Uh, William Branham, who is uh, who does did his talk of the Five Seal Secrets, um, it's no secret the seals, um, our Navy SEALs, um, is special operations. You've got to be a pretty bad human being, <laughs> a pretty. <laughs> Uh, high-functioning, high-level in individual to be a part of that. He uh, shared his five SEAL secrets to be a better person, both in life and in business and just in your human existence. Um, Wes Watson, who his story is amazing, crazy. Um, don't want to spoil it all because you guys can look him up, but he was incarcerated, uh, I think, for 10 years, in jail for 10 years, came out, ended up becoming a... Multi, 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 hundreds of millions of dollars millionaire. Um Sean Whalen, the founder and owner of Lions Not Sheep, uh, who's an awesome dude as well. And uh Cody Sanchez, who I actually did her podcast, her show. We did some, some little uh clips together as well, uh, which should be getting posted on her channel as well as mine. Um Walter O'Brien, who uh I believe I can speak about him because he's out in the the public. Right now, I believe. Um, But he was the guy who the show Scorpion was named after. Um, Too interesting of an individual to even go into depth about anything about him. Besides from the fact that he's got one of the, I think, top five highest IQs of any living person right now. Top five highest IQ of any living person on the entire planet right now. Um, Business owner tons of businesses going on um lots of stuff going on lots of high level stuff that you guys would never even believe about him his life what he's done um so those are some of the speakers um obviously Tim has got got up and talk a little bit Ray got up and talk a little bit Ray Cashcare um cuz we're all just there the microphone could get passed at any any given time during these 1 hour lunch breaks that we're going to and everybody's rubbing elbows and hanging out and doing all these different things. And as I as I said too, it's a 26 acre ranch. Um so this 26 acre ranch isn't just for self-defense and gyms and shooting courses and there's an obstacle course there, military type of obstacle course there. We worked out in the mornings and all that kind of stuff. Those were optional workouts. You don't have to go, but a lot of people did. I did one of them and, and skipped out on another one. But with all of that space is also a the wild jungle the real Tarzan, Mike Olson, awesome dude, um, getting to know him over these last couple of years, but also had been following him forever because he is the foremost, uh, and coolest animal, uh, guy, animal expert, animal enthusiast, uh, on the planet. The guy who is, you know, taking a shower and brushing his teeth with a 12 foot boa constrictor hanging right here. You know, the guy who's trains or travels around the entire world and Tries to seek out and find all of these different species of animals, and I think uh, his story is he wants to do good in the world. He wants to continue to help to save the planet for the animals, of course, but he also wants to familiarize people with animals, and he wants to bring joy to people's life through animals. And that dude's got the biggest smile ever, and just makes you makes you feel his passion when he's talking about animals, when he's showing animals. So there was people, uh, you know, we brought the snakes out. When I say snakes, I mean like big snakes, the, like 12 foot snakes, boa constrictors, and uh, brought out some big lizards. I think they were like monitor lizards or something, not Komodo dragons, but the ones that kind of look like Komodo dragons, but the Komodo dragons aren't legal to have in the United States or California or something like that. Like I said, there was just so much information that happened this past week, and like I have no idea some of the stuff, but I know how I feel. I know how I feel. I don't exactly remember exactly how I was supposed to be holding that airsoft pistol when I was going around a corner, how I was supposed to pie the room or pie a corner or how I was supposed to open the door. Don't always remember exactly what it was going on there. And I'm sure a lot of the people when we were doing the, the self-defense stuff, I'm sure they don't they don't remember when I was showing them what to do in kind of an upper body altercation, getting pushed up against the wall, getting pushed up against your car, getting stuck in an elevator, pushed up against an elevator. And I don't remember every single detail of how Tony Blauer was showing us what to do if someone pulls a gun on you or pulls a knife on you. I don't remember all of those things. And I don't remember all the things that all these great speakers said. I don't remember all the the things that Chris Weichman showed us when he was teaching us how to what we should do if we get abducted or tied up or held hostage. I don't remember all those things. I don't remember all the details. Not all of them. I remember a lot of them. But I do remember how I feel. I do remember how I felt in those moments. And I do know how I feel right now. So the message of this particular episode is seek out those individuals who you want to be like. You want to have what they have. You want to be able to do what they do. You want to be who they be in all of these different areas of your life. Like I said, and it was funny too, like I remember Tim Grover, kind of we talked a little bit about the shooting aspect of it and almost how you need to manage your goals accordingly. We kind of talked about how I'll probably never be as good of a shooter as Ray Cash or Tim Kennedy or Leonard Cobblestone'll never be as good of a a marksman being able to clear a house maybe because that's what these guys do forever just like Ray Kashcare would never be as good as mixed martial arts as I am because I've been doing it for 22 years but it's about getting around those people where they can, where they're confidence their proficiencies can rub off on you so every single one of our members walked onto the ranch and left walked off that ranch drove out of that ranch went back home a more skilled individual as a marksman in the self-defense but mainly Those skills accrued, of course, but they felt like they grew. They felt like they got better at something. They felt not just in the clearing of the houses and the self-defense, not just the actual physical skills, not listening to these world-class speakers, these world-renowned speakers, not just listening to these people, but knowing that they did something that got them outside of their comfort zone, and then also rubbing elbows with other like-minded individuals. These different business owners from all around the country, converging, congregating in one place on one ranch for a couple of days to connect with each other, to exchange phone numbers, information, exchange, emails to be able to stay connected, stay connected every month throughout these these calls that we do, and then also do business together. You don't think Andy from Huntsville, Alabama didn't make a connection over in California, someone in California or someone up in New York or someone over in Ohio that might take his business to the next level that they can somehow partner on something to make him more money, more impact and take his business to the next level. The amount of ideas that I got going this past weekend by being around all these different people, second to none. It's the most important thing we can do is continue to get get outside of our comfort zone, accrue skills, accrue knowledge, but also just accrue time with the people that we want to be like people that we want to grow into their different sphere. And then it unlocks certain things and say, you know what? I f- now I know how I felt when I took that chance to go to that mastermind and becoming a part of that group. I was really uncomfortable with it at first, but gosh, I'm so happy that I did. So therefore, okay, now I need to go do it again, do it again, do it again, different areas. Maybe not another, a different mastermind, but maybe a, okay, I've been wanting to go do that one thing or take my business to the next level in that way. It just compounds up on top of itself. And the funny thing is, uh, this, like I said, I couldn't really give you much information on some of these people. This, this event is so cool that one of the names that I mentioned can't even really be, I can't even give you his real name. Let's put it that way. You know, that's, and this individual is someone who helped us on the the shooting course, a guy who I spent a lot of time with, um, both before and after the event, just getting to know each other and hang out as, as friends. but people, people at this event have different aliases, if you will. That's how high level of stuff that these people are in, which is just really, really cool. And he hopefully hears this and he knows exactly who I'm talking about and was reluctant to speak about him because I would love to speak about him a lot, but not quite sure what kind of clearance we have here, if you know what I mean. So it's just, it's just really cool. And I only say that because I hope you guys can feel the smile. If you're listening on audio or you can see the smile when we're here on video, but do things with individuals that are fascinating to you and they're out there. There's so many fascinating people out there. God created us for relationships. He created us for community. He created us to find something that we desire and go towards it. Like a moth to a light bulb, fly straight into it. Um, so. That's you know similar to when I did a, an episode about recapping why I went and ran a marathon with Cameron Haynes and spent two days with him. We lifted, we ran, we shot bows, find those people, put yourself in scenarios, become, become part of groups, masterminds, organizations, different things that are going to challenge you, make you better and make you feel something. As John Eldridge said, every man, especially, and love you women out there, but the men, I could speak in attest to men, John Eldridge said, every man needs a battle to fight, an adventure to have, and a beauty to win. And we can find a beauty all day long. You can find the beauty all day long. There's hundreds of millions of them out there, but that battle to fight, and that adventure to have men just don't seek those things anymore. Life has become too easy, too complacent, too technically technologicalized. Go find a battle to fight. Go find an adventure to have become the man or the woman that you were designed to be. So hope this uh, speaks to y'all. If you've been on the fence about saying yes to that thing. Like I said, I love Operation Blacksite, OperationBlacksite.com, all of the different people. I will always be there. It's so much fun. But anything, I'm not just talking about Operation Blacksite here. If you're on the fence about something, go do it. And if you have regrets about it, maybe it was a waste of time, energy, resources, money, waste of whatever, at least you tried. So that's my talk today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I appreciate you guys. God bless. See you at the top.